0: hello everybody and welcome back to the friends you can keep podcast uh we've been away for a while and i deeply apologize for that if you were not aware of that which i would hope you do i hope you were if you listen to this podcast um but also i was announcing it on the instagram at the friends you keep or at the friends you Can. i don't remember what it is now (laughs) i changed it and like now i gotta look because that's gonna bug the shit out of me (laughs) At the friends you keep, just the letter U. I remembered I it was the I forget what it was, and then I changed it, so, and then so, I, I changed it, the it friends
1: again. You can keep at one point, or maybe I'm wrong.
0: It was something because I think the friends you can keep was taken. Oh, they're like, oh, this is already being used, and I'm
1: like, god damn, it's it. disrespectful.
0: Exactly. It's not. Exactly um, right. Ryan Davis is back with us again. Hello, hello. For those of you unfamiliar, mm-hmm. um. Pardon me. We're going to jump right into this episode. I have two lists saved for this one. And it's funny because uh, it was not my intention around this, but it, as happy coincidence. For those not following the news, currently, Warner Brothers Media is going through some shit at home. And they are canceling movies left and right. And... Yes. They're canceling different projects and keeping projects that don't really make sense as to why they're keeping them. I'm looking at you, Ezra Miller's Flash. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're asking me... No, I... I, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree with the idea of, like, just scrap fucking ground zero everything DC has put out and start anew. I mean, I do agree. See, it's double-sided. I agree with the sentiment of, like, we're going to start over and we're going to do what Marvel did. Yeah. But then I also think what other people were saying where it's, like, it's a little late for that. You should have did that from the beginning. You're in pretty deep. Everyone's kind of confused why you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I just. Everyone was confused when you announced the Flash is going to be in Batman versus Superman as a cameo. To set up for his appearance in justice league and it wasn't grant gustin and then it's like why not and then you're like oh well our tv shows don't line up with the movies those are two separate things no more questions and no it's like that's fucking dumb
1: yeah for <laughs> sure i was just like what so bizarre
0: but so uh they
1: canceled batgirl that, that one I am truly gutted about. I was
0: actually really excited. I was interest, interested to give it a look at least. Yeah, um, there's probably nothing DC could put out that I'm like <laughs> <laughs> really just like. And my friend Jeremy Green, I don't know if he listens to these or not. He's been on a couple. Um, he's so he likes Marvel movies, but like he is to DC what you are to Marvel. I am to Marvel, okay. and. Mm-hmm. I shit all over those movies, and <laughs> I think I think they're so fucking bad. They're so like they have so much promise and they don't deliver, and they're just so disappointing. I mean,
1: there's a, there's a lot you can do, and there's unfortunately a lot that is squandered. A yeah, little bit.
0: Um, and it all started. Like, I feel bad for myself, and I feel bad for people that have to listen to me talk about it because like it all started. <laughs> it all started at Batman versus Superman. I fucking bought tickets to the midnight showing of that. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking excited for it. I was so pumped. And then I fell asleep. Oh and my God. I couldn't tell you what point. <laughs> oh. And I oh. woke back up and I'm like.
1: And you're not one to fall asleep during movies. No. At all. Oh and I woke God. up
0: like I didn't miss anything. <laughs> I woke up probably an hour later. That's and I'm the like, <laughs> I'm like, I've. There's nothing I missed. There's not a single plot point in here that oh, hasn't shit. been connected from what I saw before I fell asleep. I forget oh, I forget where I fell asleep. And then I think I I don't know. I can't even I don't even want to try and guess at where I left and where I came back. But again, like I remember what I saw, and then I remember what I continued to see, and I'm like there's nothing missing in these plot points. So whatever happened in this interim did not matter <laughs> to the beginning means. or the end yes. of this movie. Um by taking a power nap you were
1: then proven right but that there like, was nothing important. And
0: the criticism that everybody had about the fucking Martha thing and I just Oh uh, yeah. I just left the theater like what the fuck was that? <laughs> like I just was so disappointed. It was so weird. I was real put aback by, like, Batman just straight up murdering people. And I'm like... That took me a second. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. But also, like... DC. You've made how many other Batman movies? And the whole fucking point is kind of that he doesn't kill people? And then in this movie, he's just straight up... No holds barred. Just just murdering people. People are dying. (laughs) Like... But I saw that. And then, like, I liked Wonder Woman... It had its flaws. It was clearly just a remake of Captain America the First Avenger. Yeah. Um And there were some parts and and don't get me wrong, I know people on the internet, the CGI in current Marvel products are is not great <laughs> in all. There's it's spotty but, spotty. but like there were spots in Wonder Woman where I'm like That's
1: fair.
0: Where you really lose me for CGI is like I can I can get past when shit looks weird. But it's just like a still image or it's somebody walking okay. you really lose me when like someone jumps or it's like a quick motion kind of thing that's oh, like happening one of
1: those, like one second slow motion yes kind of. so did you not like when she used her bracers to like deflect the bullets? did you have a problem with that situation? see, I think
0: that looked good it's more the that was so qu- cool. it's the quick shit okay like a perfect marvel example in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. When, in the beginning scene where it's Wong and Strange, when they leave the wedding to fight... I forget what the fuck the name of that monster is. The, but Yeah. Um, when Wong gets, like, thrown against the car. Yeah. It's so fast. It's, and, like, it looks like they shot it. And then when they put it in the movie, they hit fast forward, like, four times. But then, like, he just gets up, like, just brushes himself off, which... Fine, but He's like Sorcerer Supreme, baby. <laughs> this, this was too quick yeah. for them, that like casual reaction.
1: I mean, if we're talking about things that happened to Wong that he too casually oh, walked yeah. away from, I thought the man broke his neck when Wanda oh, yes. uh, got surprised attacked him in the temple. Yes. I was just like, that. that's his neck breaking. Oh, yeah. Wong just died. Right? Oh, yeah. And then surprise. Um, and not that. <laughs> but yeah, it was just,
0: it's been a roller coaster ever since. <laughs> I think I didn't watch, I enjoyed Man of Steel. I did not watch. I didn't watch Suicide Squad, but I watched The Suicide Squad, the one James Gunn did.
1: Which one has Margot Robbie? Both. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so, oh, so is Suicide Squad the first one and The Suicide Squad is th- the second one I made? I think so. So I have seen both the first one's plot is abysmal but it's strange because the (laughs) casting is spot on yeah in my personal opinion, i i love the casting um
0: john cena's in the james gunn one i that's the one i saw
1: i at first when i was like oh god john cena i was just like what what?" (laughs) i was like you hit you hit people in an arena i was like what what do you got and then i was like no you're actually like really funny oh yeah you're hilarious See, I... It's the first movie I've ever seen John Cena act
0: in. I grew up... I grew up on wrestling. I... I've talked about it on here. I've talked about it with my therapist. I... out When I left high school, when I graduated... did leave. When I graduated when I, high when school. When I chose to leave
1: high school. When I graduated
0: <laughs> high school for, like, I don't know how many months, I trained to be a professional wrestler. Listen, I did not to be true. My health prohibited me from doing that. Long story short. So, like, I'm... I was aware of John Cena in his initial career. Yeah. And then I watched him, the same thing with The Rock, the same thing with Batista. Like, I watched them transition to being movie stars.
1: I always forget that Batista used to wrestle professionally. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and Batista was so good. I mean, um, all three I of mean, them were. The
0: dude is a house, so I'm all not All three surprised. of them were. Like, The Rock was quintessential 90s wrestling, and... The guy who was my best man, Brad Bauer, loves wrestling. I want to do a whole episode, multiple episodes, about it with him. Because there's just so much good shit to talk about. I think wrestling is such an underrated entertainment form that people just shit all over for no reason. But it's so good.
1: I just feel like people so aren't good. aware, and I probably just don't have the Like, I can appreciate it. It's just well, like, and not people, some, I don't get it. I think but, the like,
0: issue is people go into it because we live in a world where everything is either this or it's that. So it's either it's UFC and it's real and it's aggressive and it's unnecessary and it's violent and hyper violent and it's just people beating the shit out of each other until one of them is about to die.
1: Some teeth on the mat.
0: And then wrestling (laughs) is this weird like wrestling's fake. Yes, it is a storyline. Yes, people are The winners and losers are predetermined. Yeah. But, like, you can't fake getting hit in the face with a metal chair. No. Like, Like, people have broken their bones. People have died in the ring. Like, it's just unfathomable to me how so many people just grow up with this mindset of, like, well, wrestling's fake. And it's, like, it is and it isn't. It is in the element of, like, no, they're not going out there to, like, we don't know who's going to win. But, like, everything else is still real about I it. Mean, You're you, still watching two men actually fight each other.
1: Like, if you think about it, wrestling is kind of the perfect intersection of sports and theater. Exactly. So it's, it's like, because I, like, sure, when I was probably younger and 13 and was aware, I was like, wrestling's fake and stupid. But, like, <laughs> as I got older, I was just like, it's just acting. Yeah, that's all. It like it's, it's yeah. It's acting with a whole lot more physicality to it. But uh, like, to me, I still think it's entertaining. My friends and I will, you know, have a few beers watching WWE matches and from th- time to time. Th- I
0: think the reason I fell in love with it so much is probably because it is the culmination of everything that I enjoy. There is comedy. Yes. There is drama. There is romance. There is violence. There is action. Like every genre of movie you can watch at some point in time it's coming on your screen when you watch wrestling yeah that's fair and yeah i could i could go through an entire catalog if if anyone was ever just like i'm not into wrestling why are you so into wrestling like i could easily just show people like watch watch this one match and it will explain everything to you as to why i'm into wrestling so fucking good but That's beside the point. That's a different episode for a different day. Um, But, like, I watched The Rock become an actor. I watched John Cena become an actor. I watched Batista become an actor. And it was hilarious to me as a wrestling fan... Watching John Cena within however few movies. Like, by the time he became an actor, The Rock already had... An IMDb page. Oh, yeah. Full of movies. Yeah. And then within a few movies... To me, John Cena was already like, I'm a better actor than The Rock. I make better movies than The Rock. And then Batista came out, and he's like, oh, I'm in this one movie. I forget what it's called. No one's ever seen it. It may have been straight to DVD. And then I was in Guardians of the Galaxy. And then I was in Spectre, the fucking James Bond movie. I was in Guardians 2. I was in this movie called The Hotel Artemis, which is hysterical and very good. Tim and Jeff Goldblum and Jodie Foster oh, that and sounds fucking tons of people. Oh my god! But like, again, so few movies, and he was already like, "I'm a better actor than The Rock," and I'm like, "Not the shit on The Rock, but he's made some real shit movies. <laughs> it's oh. Like, oh, real yeah. bad movies." And I think. Everything I've seen John Cena in outside of the movie Daddy's Home is so good. Blockers is so funny. Oh my god, Blockers is so funny. I could talk about that movie.
1: I saw the trailer for that and never got to see it. It's so good. I was like, that that would be funny. Highly recommend. I was just like, I
0: couldn't see that. John Mm. Cena. Is it Ike Barinholtz? Ike Barinholtz, I think. Mm. And Leslie Mann. So fucking good so good. Peacemaker is an amazing show. Love that he show. He was amazing in the Suicide Squad as Peacemaker.
1: Watching Peacemaker, words, Peacemaker fully fledged out uh, in his show, like, made me appreciate, A, John Cena's acting more, and, and B, just also that character as a whole. Oh, yeah. And also I'm just like, this character's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I was just like,
0: this is so random. Yeah.
1: Eagerly. <laughs> i could watch Bingley them interact so all day long <laughs>
0: like he was so good that's so funny he did so he was on because of wrestling he did um a show called total Well, he did was he ever on total divas he wasn't on total divas which was the women's division used to be they used to be called divas
1: okay
0: a very dark period for women's wrestling in wwe yes. um but they had then a show called Total Divas which was one of the typical E network reality we, shows.
1: I know, I don't think I watched it but I Oh it's bad. Season yeah.
0: like 1 not terrible. The Wasn't rest the whole of the thing, season like
1: his girlfriend was one of the wrestlers. So that or was something? that was
0: Total Bellas. Total <laughs> okay. The Bella Twins. Okay. The Bella Twins were on Total Divas and then at whatever point in time they got their own show. Okay. And Brie Bella's husband was Daniel Bryan who was a wrestler okay. in the company and Nicole, her boyfriend, and then at one point, fiance, and now ex-fiance, and she's married to somebody else, was John Cena. Okay. I only watched, so I watched like the first season of that show, because Kelly watched it, and we enjoyed Total Divas, and I loosely say enjoyed, (laughs) because it's like every other reality show where you get to a season, and you're like, oh my fucking god, this storyline is so scripted. This reality-based show could, like, it's clear that you're just reading a fucking cue card in this interview. But, like, John Cena on Total Bellas was hysterical. He was so funny. And we were watching it, and we would get to episodes where, like, he's barely in it. And I'm like, this episode sucked.
1: (laughs) Where's John? (laughs) And then at some point, I'm like, John
0: Cena is the only redeeming quality of this show. But then at some point, like, he's not in it almost at all. And I'm like, no. This no, show's unwatchable like. now. Mm-mm. I liked... And it, what sucked for me is I loved Daniel Bryan in wrestling. And then watching him on that show, I'm like, I don't know that I like you anymore. <laughs> you are a hippie to the utmost extent. You're kind of an asshole. Like...
1: <laughs> like a not cool hippie? Like, what kind of hippie are we talking Well, he's talking? a hippie <laughs> and, like, he's got a
0: composting toilet and he's, like... <laughs> He's a deep state hippie.
1: Deep state hippie, okay.
0: But like, there was things he would say to his wife, and there was just things that he would do as a dad where I'm like, you're kind of a dick. Oh no, (laughs) not that. And like, it's kind of low key, but like, I'm noticing it on screen. And I'm not saying like, because again, it is a quote unquote reality show. Yeah. So however you shoot it, it's however you shoot it. But I'm like, you're kind of a dick. That's how it's coming across on this show. is You're kind of an asshole. Yeah, I'm good. But then I could also believe it. Because you've had, like, a million concussions. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Because he was forced to retire for a period of time. And initially it was his... I think when they said it on TV, it was like, oh, my neck injuries. But then he went on, like, Good Morning America or some shit. And he's like, oh, from when I wrestled in the indies till now... And you know, in the Indies, they don't really have all the health protocols that they do in WWE. So I've probably had like, and it was like some double fucking digit number of concussions, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I was like, you, you shouldn't be wrestling, wrestling anymore. anymore. I was like, Wouldn't you be dead? Good like- God! And then you're watching Total Bellas, and part of you is like, you're a dick, and then the other part of you is like, do you have CTE? Is that
1: why you're a dick? You're like, is it, is it actually that serious and are we unaware of the problem? Yeah, like,
0: because there's episodes where like, he has like real bad depression and I'm like, do you have CTE? I'm pretty sure you have CTE. Oh my God. Like, these episodes are dark and if you're going to kill yourself, shoot yourself in the chest because I'm pretty sure you have CTE. (laughs) They better study that brain. I saw the movie Concussion. (laughs) I now regret that due to recent actions by Will Smith, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um where's this first one that i have so anyways back to the original loop that we started <laughs> in uh they canceled back yes and then of course in my facebook feed popped up uh 12 notorious movies and tv shows that have never been released oh. this is from the hollywood reporter when was this when did this come out august 11th 2022 So let's see what we've got here. Of course, the opening is Backgirl. Blah, 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 blah. Money, money, money. Why is that number one? (laughs) What show was number one? Backgirl was number one. I thought that was just like the premise. just Backgirl. I did not think that was like the whole thing. Anyways, uh, number two, Ultimate Slip and Slide. I was so excited for this show. This 2021 NBC reality show wanted to be like Wipeout and instead turned into Squid Games. Adult (laughs) contestants competed on giant versions of kids' backyard games like Human Pong, Body Bowling, Cornhole, and Slip and Slide, whose manufacturer, Whammo was a sponsor. But contestants found themselves... God, I remember this, and I'm so mad. I'm so mad this show cannot exist. But contestants found themselves slipping and sliding face first into Giardia parasites due to a reported outbreak of, quote, explosive diarrhea on the watery set. Um, The show was planned for a choice slot following the Summer Olympics closing ceremony. No way. (laughs) But the snickering viral news reports were a PR nightmare for the network and for Whammo. Ultimately, NBC crapped out on releasing it. Who was it hosted by? No, I think it was crazy. hosted by, like, Bobby Moynihan, who I fucking love, and, like, oh, God, it was somebody else. Like, whoever the hosts were were phenomenal. And then Andy Samberg, maybe? It was somebody. Oh. It was, like, two very funny comedians.
1: I love Andy Samberg.
0: And then they're like, nope, people are just shitting everywhere. Gotta cancel it. I'm like, God damn it.
1: I, I, I'm kind of confused where the shit comes in.
0: I, i'm not i'm not
1: quite tracking how that comes in here. well
0: it's the same thing if like someone shits at a water park because I mean, you're just sh- in the water well,
1: like why'd you shit like why didn't you that's, just use the, that's, like, that's 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 what, true i'm like what made you shit and that's true this yes issue yes
0: like, yes
1: i'm like were you scared did you yeah. not go to the bathroom
0: yeah <laughs> like, well if the issue is explosive diarrhea
1: oh i oh it was explosive yeah specifically
0: A Giardia parasite due to a reported... A reported outbreak of explosive diarrhea. That's my problem, is
1: that it's the term outbreak of explosive diarrhea. I'm pretty sure this
0: show was being shot in, like, Cancun. So I'm guessing... Okay. Somebody drank the water. A group of of people (laughs) got the wrong water.
1: Because I had the wrong water in Cancun the one time, and it's not good. Or (laughs) it was just in the water in the pool. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Oh, why would they not think about that but okay i don't know <laughs> yeah um. i don't think it ever
0: said like where it happened like here is here's patient zero yeah. for the explosive diarrhea at this no. water park I'm but sure not. um number three is the tremors tv show did you ever see the movie tremors I heard of it never saw it oh, so good kevin bacon's in it
1: I mean, you can't go on with Kevin Bacon.
0: 1990 cult hit horror film Tremors has spawned six sequels. That is, let's say, f- let's say four. Too many. No. Have you watched all of them? Five. Films? Too many. I've seen Tremors one, Tremors two, and Tremors three. I started Tremors four, but it is super weird. Because the first three are based in, like, normal time. And then four is a prequel that goes back to, like, the Wild West days. And what I watched felt like it was days. Because it was so slow. It was probably, like, the first ten minutes. I don't know. It just felt so ungodly slow. No, that's fair. Um, And I don't think I watched any of them after that. I may have, like, randomly watched the fifth one or something on Sci-Fi one day when I was at home. But, like... I just, I know I've seen the th- the first three definitively, and I remember the first two being, first one's great, I remember the second one being decent, oh, right. don't remember the third one really, remember the fourth one being a weird sequel, a prequel, um, Bacon did, so Bacon did not return uh, okay. to the TV show for 2018, we made an excellent pilot episode of Albuquerque, Recreated the town, had a really great cast, director, and writer. To this day, I still don't understand why they didn't want to move forward with it. A bewildered Kevin Bacon told Dread Central in 2020. So he must have been a producer. Oh. Yeah, he was only in the first movie.
1: (laughs) Interesting.
0: And the guy who plays his best friend in the first movie, I think is in... He might be in more than the first two. I know he's in the first two i don't know if he's in anything after two or not i think he like isn't in three but then comes back in five or some shit Jesus Christ! he was the dad in um sweet home alabama
1: ah uh, okay gotcha
0: i can't remember anything else he's done right now but <laughs> star wars detours
1: what was that supposed to be?
0: Most projects listed here are single episodes or a feature film. What's notable about Star Wars Detours is that there were 39 short-form episodes completed and 62 additional scripts written. And yet the series has still never been released, aside from one episode that leaked online. The show is an animated effort from Robot Chicken creators Seth Green and Matthew Senreich. I fucking love Robot Chicken.
1: Yo, that could be so... So is it like an adult Star Wars cartoon? I don't know.
0: It was officially announced at Star Wars Celebration in 2012, but detoured a detour of its own when Disney shelved the project after the company acquired Lucasfilm a few months later. The most recent conversations I've had with anybody who would be in a position to say so say it's not that it's not soon seth green told entertainment weekly in 2021 the way it's been explained to me is that there hasn't been enough interest there hasn't been interest high enough up to go through what it would take to put out and that there isn't any interest in releasing this content on disney plus from lucasfilm there's been no reason given for the project scuttling but one assumes the fact that detours was a parody of the star wars franchise might have something to do with it I don't really have an emotional position to the series being scrapped because I got to spend four straight years making something with George Lucas green at it. I got a priceless experience with one of my truest heroes and got to see him laugh and enjoy all of the things that he had created in a time before he agreed to sell them to somebody else. I mean, the shit they did on Robot Chicken was so funny. Mm -hmm. The fucking Star Wars parodies were so good. I loved Robot Chicken. I'm not confident it's still on the air but if it is I'm really mad that I'm not watching it it's so funny
1: I, I want to say it's not on air anymore
0: well, I know when I like when I moved out of my parents house I thought it was off but then there was like two more seasons came out after that and then I feel like time went by and I thought it was cancelled again and then like three more seasons came out after that like there was been there's been like weird I think periods of time where it's not on the air but it's not cancelled they're just like not putting new ones out
1: Robot Chicken has always been like one of those things That I'm like it's never advertised I just hear that it's happening every oh, yeah. once in a while oh, yeah. I'm like
0: It's like everything on Adult Swim
1: <laughs> Yeah pretty much
0: Especially considering the fact that Adult Swim's like lineup is here's ten shows Nine of them are fucking garbage Nice But one of them is good I shouldn't say that They've had the Venture Bro. Oh my god the Venture Brothers was so good Venture Brothers was such a fucking good show And I'm so mad they canceled it What was that one about? so it was essentially it was a family that like a lot of it parodied superheroes a lot of it parodied it really was just superheroes so the dad was a scientist and then his two kids and his two kids were like a rip off of the Hardy Boys okay and then he was a was he an evil scientist? no he was just a scientist but then like there were evil villains that were his villains and it was this weird there was the League of Calamitous Intent and it was kind of like it wasn't really like the boys because you had I'm trying to think of what I just watched that's very similar was it on the boys I don't think it was but like if you're in so to be a official villain you have to be in the League of Calamitous Intent and then you are assigned who you have to be a villain to. I love that. Oh, but Phineas and Ferb did a very similar thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, so then, like, the main villain on the show in the early seasons is the Monarch, who is a guy who is dressed like a giant butterfly. It's hysterical. I love that. He is Dr. Venture's arch nemesis. And, like, as the show progresses, they give you more background into the Ventures, they give you more background into the Monarch... He starts dating, um... What is her name when they start dating? Doctor Girlfriend, I think is just her name. And then she becomes Doctor Mrs. the Monarch. Mrs. the Monarch. After they get married. But, like, you find out through different seasons that him and... So, Rusty Venture is the dad. You find out that the Monarch and Rusty, like, went to school together and they were friends. It's it's so funny. There's so many, like dark comedy moments patrick warburton does the voice of brock Sampson, who's like their he's not really a butler he's just their bodyguard but he's like also their second dad like it's so it's such a fucking good show it's so good um but yeah seriously dude i'm gay is number five Seriously, Fox made this, a 2004 reality show where two straight men compete to see who can pass themselves off more convincingly as gay for a $50,000 reward. Good God. Each was paired with a trio of coaches, and their competitions included swimsuit modeling, making a quote gay face, and convincing a date to spank them. Yo! <laughs> Yo! Jesus. The show's press release had this super cringe concept description. Quote, a heterosexual male's worst nightmare, turning gay overnight. Oh my gosh. One of the show's creative consultants defended the special, telling the advocate, our primary purpose was to be funny, but if people actually got to see the show, they would probably be more tolerant of gay people in the future. But after considerable pushback from Glad and many, many others, Fox, Fox apologized no and <laughs> yanked the project from its schedule less than two weeks before it was set to air, citing, quote, creative reasons. Oh, bye. <laughs> Holy shit. Goodness gracious.
1: The way that sounds like a dumpster fire of a TV show, but I also... <laughs> And this is going to make me feel like a terrible person. I kind of want to watch an episode of it to see how dumb it is. Yeah. Because I know it's dumb. Oh, yeah. Straight man's worst
0: nightmare. I can't. <laughs> this is so funny. It's bizarre
1: as hell. It's also just like a. I kind of weird...
0: just want to see what making a gay face is. I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. It just says making a, quote, gay face. Like, what? I don't. Is that a thing? Is it like a full blown makeover? Is it like a duck face thing? Like, is it just a facial expression? We queer men
1: do not claim the duck face. so I don't No, know about I'm, that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, is it just an expression? Is like, like are you is that? Like, are you telling
0: me like, gay face is like that's what it is? Oh no! Or is yeah, it like, okay, is yeah. it a makeover? Like, there's a lot. It could be very simple or very complex as to what quote gay face is is it like blackface oh my god like i'm just i don't understand
1: mm. why do i feel like they would just be like put on makeup and i'd be like that's just a dude wearing makeup
0: oh god oh god number six my best friend's birthday did you know that quentin tarantino's first film which he wrote directed and acted in wasn't reservoir dogs and was never released My best friend's birthday was a low-budget 1987 comedy shot in black and white the director made while he was still working at the Video Archives movie rental store in Manhattan Beach. The film was reportedly 70 minutes long, and it's not very good, but it's full of director's characteristics. Oh, it's full of the director's characteristic pop culture references. I was totally embarrassed, Tarantino told Variety. So I was like, okay, I don't have a movie here. This is not She's Gotta Have It, but I learned a lot doing this. This was my film school. For years, the story was a, was that half the footage was destroyed in a lab fire, but the book My Best Friend's Birthday, the making of a Quentin Tarantino film, claims there wasn't a fire, but that half the film was lost by accident and Tarantino let the lab fire tale spread because it sounded more interesting. A I, rep for Tarantino had no comment.
1: I can believe that the surviving
0: Tarantino, footage yeah. is online but Tarantino's first film will never be seen in its entirety
1: hmm.
0: 100 years the movie this is a short film not a feature but also rather fascinating Robert Rodriguez directed a sci-fi piece starring John Malkovich as the protagonist I'm not going to try to pronounce that name as the female protagonist and Mark Zarrer as I'm guessing Marco Zaror, I'm guessing that's how you pronounce that name as the antagonist Nobody knows what the film is about. It will be released November 18th, 2115. I remember hearing about this. Not a typo. So it's very likely that nobody reading this story will be alive to see the film, which is reportedly kept in a high-tech safe behind bulletproof glass that will open automatically in 93 years. This would all be incredibly cool if not for the fact 100 Years was shot as part of an ad campaign for Remy Martin's Louis The 13th Cognac, to promote the idea that it takes 100 years to make a bottle of their liquor. That takes a lot of the artistic intrigue out of the idea and certainly risks disappointing a crowd gathered around the safe in 2115 who discovered it only contains a glorified Cognac ad. An extremely dated CGI. So they have a movie that's
1: complete and the whole concept of it was to release it 100 years later?
0: I mean... At least John Malkovich isn't it. That
1: is That thats either the dumbest thing or honestly weirdly kind of genius.
0: I mean we talked on an episode of this. About I can see that going either way on the, the movie way. being John Malkovich. So fucking strange. So weird. Good. Hysterical. But just weird. But so weird. Oh my god, that movie was so weird. Like what kind of weird are we talking so about? So I went into it thinking it was a comedy. The premise, what I thought was, somehow, I forget, I don't know if the trailer gave it away or not, somehow I knew that you were able to be in the mind of John Malkovich. Uh You could see through his eyes, you were just living his life. And I thought that the premise was that, and that, like, it was just people living within John Malkovich. I thought it was a a full-blown, flat-out comedy. Yeah. What actually happens is, it's John Cusack, and I forget the woman's name. She's in tons of shit. She was in that Adam Project movie. She was in a movie called Death to Smoochie, which I will never not recommend to people. Um, I'm going to look her up. But it's like, he's in love with her, John Cusack.
1: Okay.
0: And she's not in love with him. He then finds, like, behind a filing cabinet in this office is a door. And when you open it, you start crawling through what is just a tunnel. And then eventually you are in John Malkovich's head. And then after so long, it kicks you out. But you just fall from the sky on, like, next to, like, the L.A. freeway. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Oh, and John Cusack, oh my god, and John Cusack is a puppeteer. Oh, oh, oh god. Oh god, I forgot about that element in this movie. I hate puppets. I mean, it it shouldn't matter, but it matters. No. When you watch the movie. That sounds like it matters. When you watch the movie, it matters a lot more than it should. Yeah, Um, that
1: sounds like it weirdly matters.
0: A puppeteer discovers a portal that leads literally into the head of movie star John Malkovich. That's the whole premise of this movie. What the fuck is there? oh Cameron Diaz is also in it. Mm. Catherine Keener, that's her name. That lady. Ah, okay, she's been you. in tons of shit. Yeah. Um. Oh, she was in Get Out. Jesus fucking Christ, she was in Get Out. Yes, she was. Oh, and Spike Jones directed this. Why should I? I should have known that. I watched like half of her and couldn't get through it. That um. Never. I know. Jake that... Gyllenhaal or not Jake Gyllenhaal. What um. Is that? Joaquin Phoenix. In Phoenix That's probably Johansen. So yeah, now that I'm remembering it, John Cusack is dating Cameron Diaz, but he's in love with Katherine Keener. Okay. And then at some point. I, he like uses John Malkovich. I think to fall in love with Katherine Keener's character. Oh sure. And then at one point he figures out, like. If you fight through whatever, the longer you can stay in John Malkovich's head. Like, it doesn't boot you out. So I think eventually he just takes over John Malkovich. And, like... I think him and Catherine Keener get married. And, like, it it really takes you forward in time. It's so... There's, like, funny elements, but it is so fucking bizarre. And it's so weird and like there's this weird like she's so he's john cusack is in john malkovich's head and then katherine keener meets john malkovich so then when john cusack is in his head she's making john malkovich fall in love with her to like fuck with john cusack Uh, but then it all like it turns into this real weird like love triangle and then at some point they have a i think john cusack and cameron diaz have a dog and cameron diaz tries to do something and john cusack just fucking locks her in the dog kennel and then like she at some point he lets her out and i think she locks him it's like this fucking weird love triangle that i think eventually turns into like a weird square because i think at some point cameron diaz is in love with katherine keener like it's all over the fucking place and i watched it and i got to the end of it and i'm like that wasn't as funny as i thought it was gonna be Like like i didn't know what other reaction to have other than like that's not what i expected this movie to be um oh jesus Uncle Tom's Fairy Tales, number eight. This unseen 1968 film from legendary comedian Richard Pryor has been the subject of all sorts of rumors over the years, including allegations of theft and a pending lawsuit, both untrue. When contacted for fact checking, the film's producer and editor, Penelope Spheris, and Pryor's widow and estate manager, Jennifer Lee Pryor, wanted to set the record straight on some of the details of its history so he wrote directed and starred in it and then shredded its work print not its negative after an argument with his wife Hmm. the 40-minute film revolves around a group of black activists who kidnap a wealthy white man and then put him on trial for racial crimes in american history some footage still exists scenes from the film were shown at the director's Guild of america event honoring the comedian in 2005 but a full print has never been publicly screened jennifer Pryor recently found footage Oh, found additional footage from the film, and along with Spheris, began hunting for the original Negative, which they suspect is still hidden in a lab somewhere. After doing research for five years, the Negative exists somewhere, Spheris said. We just don't know where.
1: How ominous and mysterious.
0: Blood Moon, a Game of Thrones prequel. Oh. Hmm. The original Game of Thrones pilot, number 10. Wow. Our Little Genius, number 11. Fox reality strikes again (laughs) this time it was not the premise that was the problematic that was not the problem exactly in 2010's Our Little Genius naturally a gifted gifted child prodigies competed on a quiz show against highly educated adults a week before it was set to air however creator Mark Burnett raised red flags about his own show suggesting members of the production team had coached the kids on questions beforehand (laughs) Jesus Christ. While quietly script, scripting reality TV is routine, interfering with any project that's classified as a game show is a serious criminal no-no, which is true. Ah. So Fox put genius on a pile next to Seriously Dude, I'm Gay. All that remains in this trailer. Oh, is this trailer? Wow, there's a trailer for it. Nice. The day the clown cried. I've heard about this so jerry lewis the comedian unfinished and released 1972 film that has him playing a circus clown imprisoned in a nazi concentration camp so the what went wrong on this project is already pretty apparent according to reports the character performs for jewish children in the camp gets beaten and eventually ends up leading children to their death in the gas chamber, trying to keep them distracted in their final moments. No,
1: I'm so good. I have watched The Boy in Striped Pajamas. (laughs) Lewis realized he had a
0: potential disaster on his hands and halted the film from being released telling Entertainment Weekly in 2013 you will never see it. No one will ever see it because I am embarrassed at that poor work. Harry Shearer has seen a cut and told Spy Magazine in 1992, seeing this film was really awe-inspiring, in that you are rarely in the presence of a perfect object. This was a perfect object. This movie is so drastically wrong, its pathos and its comedy are so wildly misplaced that you could not, in your fantasy of what it might be like, improve on what is really, oh my god, that's all you can say. Yet a French film critic who saw a copy had an entirely different take telling Vanity Fair in 2017, I'm convinced it's a very good job. It's a very interesting and important film, very daring about both the issue, which of course is the Holocaust, but even beyond that as a story of a man who has dedicated his life to making people laugh and is questioning what it is to make people laugh. I think it is a very bitter film and a disturbing film, and this is why it was so brutally dismissed by those people who saw it. Jesus.
1: So was the clown part of the torture, or was he to, like, make the kids less scared in the no, chamber? I no, think,
0: I think the clown is... He's a Jewish clown, I'm pretty sure, is the oh, premise. so he is being punished. So he's okay. just right. in the internment camp. Okay. And then he's trying to entertain people... Because he's a clown. And then the Nazis are just beating the shit out of him. And then he gets the job of like... You're going to lead these kids to the gas chamber. But you're going to keep them laughing and distracted the whole time until we just fucking kill them.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Um. In 2015, a couple years before he died, Lewis donated a copy of the film to the Library of Congress, but on the condition that it won't be screened until 2024. So in two short years... (sighs) Holy shit. Oh my god, I just read about this one. All-Star Weekend. Jamie Foxx, Jeremy Piven, Robert Downey Jr., Benicio Del Toro, Gerard Butler, and Eva Longoria star in this unreleased 2016 comedy about friends on a road trip. So what's the problem? Officially, nothing. But the shelving might have something to do with Downey playing a Mexican guy. There it is. So apparently, i just read an article about this. Jamie Foxx is the one who's keeping it from being released. And he is hoping that one day he can release it in the premise of, like, we're trying to get back to a place where, like, people can laugh at shit that's funny and not be so worried about it. Okay. And he was like, I think he wrote it. I think he may have directed it.
1: Uh, Okay. I I do know Jamie Foxx to be fairly hands-on with projects that he does. Yes.
0: But he said, like, he asked robert I jr to play a mexican guy yeah and he's like because i saw tropic thunder and you fucking killed it in tropic thunder oh
1: right that is what he does in Tropic. Thunder. so
0: like he had no issues with it but then he knows like if i release this movie people are gonna lose their fucking minds about it so it's a weird like I mean, the article I just saw about it, I commented on it, and I'm like, you could release it, and we could just stop pretending like people's opinions on Twitter matter. Like, Twitter is not valid.
1: No, Twitter is not valid. It's entertaining, but it's not valid. Yes. <laughs> um, it's not a news source. No, it's, no, no dear God, no. Don't, don't get your news from Twitter.
0: Um, the Powerpuff Girls. I remember this. A live action... Work- are
1: you about to tell me I was robbed of a live-action Powerpuff the
0: Girl? The CW's plan for a Powerpuff Girls series back in 2020 <sighs> sounded like a halfway decent idea. Let's make a grown-up live-action update of an iconic teen brand like Riverdale did with Archie Comics. The production cast, Chloe Bennett, Dove Cameron, and I'm not going to try to pronounce that name, as disillusioned 20-something version of the uh, Superpowered Sisters... Then writer Diablo Cody's pilot script leaked and the internet tore it to shreds. To be fair, if the script had leaked for James Cameron's Titanic, it would have been torn to shreds, too. Exactly. Stylistic dialogue can sometimes be utterly transformed by the context of a production and its actors. Still, it's portrayal of horny powerpuffs who say things like, Bloss, wake up, or we'll leak your nudes everywhere. Oh, Jesus Christ. This show's so CW it hurts. My God. Um, or nothing. They quote loved being Powerpuff. Or noting they quote loved being Powerpuff girls, but sometimes wanted to be other things too. Like in Dirty Dancing, Baby wanted to join the Peace Corps, but she also wanted to be a fancy slut. Jesus oh Christ, God. <laughs> so after shooting a pilot the cw decided to ditch the project and make approximately 17 more dc comic shows instead that's it for that list holy shit i don't
1: know but the threat of i'll leak your nudes if you don't get up is kind of it's wrong but like within that context it's incredibly hilarious but like the fact that it's the powerpuff girls i'm like let's, let's think about it for a second
0: that's so funny to me. Oh my god. Oh god. The nudes thing. There's so much shit on there where it's just like... Like, reading those two lines, like I said out loud, that show screamed the CW yes, to me. 100%. That's also a thing of, like, I don't understand why the CW is a network that people take seriously. I ask it's that just like, all the time. I watched The Flash... I watched arrow that was the only two shows that i watched on the cw and like after i couldn't tell you what season i stopped watching they just got unbearable i'm like this is the same you were just rinse and repeat every season this is the same thing beginning episode is this end episode is this you're just fucking doing the same thing over and over and over again and when the flash introduced time travel oh my god You just, every episode was just You can't go back in time and do this Because you're going to fuck up the whole timeline Well, I don't care I'm just going to do it anyways Does it? Oh no, I fucked up the timeline Let's take the next three or four episodes To try and fix it And then by the Uh... end, everything's fixed And I'm like Fuck me, why did we start doing this? Yeah
1: (laughs) Dear god, that's rough
0: you took, like, a halfway decent show and just fucking ruined it. Like, it's just I was so talking bad. to Eddie
1: about that. He used to, like, love that show. Yeah. Like, I, I know he, like, ad- that and Arrow, I think he I
0: enjoyed a Arrow a lot more than I did. I think that's what he also Um, The Flash. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, by the end of it, like, or not by the end of it, when I stopped watching, I was just like, this shit's unbearable anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't take it. Um, Where was I here? Yeah, I'm not going to do this one. We're going to do that a different time. Um, Yeah, that was fun. Went down a lot of rabbit holes there. <laughs> a lot of offshoots. Yes, we do. Ugh. Jesus. What a night. That, that, those are some shows. Yes. <laughs> on that list. Some shows, some movies. Some movies. What's a shame is like some of them. I want to see just like a clip. Show me that gay face clip.
1: Yeah, I need to know what the gay face challenge is. Yeah. And then also.
0: Show me that clip of like, the, you gotta get your date to spank you, man. Yeah,
1: I. <laughs> like, come on now. I would have loved to see them try to sell that because I know they wouldn't have been convincing in the slightest and it just would have been so awkward. And the more and more I think about it, I'm like, it could have been executed so wrong because I've never seen it in theory, the concept of the, the Nazi clown movie... Oh, God! That does sound interesting, but I'm like, that could be so incorrectly executed. Yes. Like, yes, I think... But, like, I could also weirdly see that being a plausible thing that the Nazis did, if I'm being brutally honest. I
0: Oh, definitely. I... I... I like to align my thought with Harry Shearer from The Simpsons in that it's probably like, you watch it, and you're like... I understand what you were trying to do here. But you didn't do it. But, like, you misplaced so much of the comedy that it made it weird.
1: Okay. <laughs> like, no, no, I know what you mean. Like,
0: yeah. I get... Because, like, the French... Of course, the French guy's like, Oh, what a great film. I don't understand why people are so upset. <laughs> well, I don't see
1: the problem.
0: Um, but, like, he kind of alluded to it where it's that story of, like... I've dedicated my life to making people laugh and now I'm in an internment camp and like what's the point of all this kind of thing? Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I see where the premise could be yeah. but I have a feeling it's one of those movies where you're watching some points and you're like this is inappropriate. <laughs> well I,
1: I also just feel like because... Because it's a clown in the Holocaust, and just like we're we're gonna tell a joke at the wrong time. Yeah, I was like, that, well, I think the, it's not yeah, the, not the wrong, but like about the wrong thing, or like I don't know. It See,
0: just, I'm I'm thinking it's not about the wrong thing. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah
1: that's not because
0: I'm picturing clown in the Holocaust. Yeah, I'm not picturing jokes. I'm picturing no. banana peels. Yeah, and for sure. Flowers that shoot water, and just like. Just like flat out clown noses, like
1: I I forgot the time period that would be. I don't know where he's getting all this in an internment camp. camp.
0: But like, yeah, I'm thinking like stepping on rakes, they're slapping you in the face. Very three stooges, very sideshow bob. But I'm not picturing like if Mel Brooks made a movie that was just about the Holocaust. (laughs) No, no, no. I, I don't see that journey happening. No. Speaking of Holocaust movies though, I saw a great thing that i never realized where it was the movie did you see jojo rabbit no the taika waititi movie no fantastic Mm -hmm. movie um but there's multiple scenes so if you're not aware of the premise jojo rabbit is a little boy Mm -hmm. i forget what his last name actually is but they call him jojo rabbit his imaginary friend is hitler played by taika waititi Oh, shit. And there are multiple scenes. It's in Nazi Germany. That's okay. where the movie takes place. Um, this is it during the era of Nazi Germany? Yes. Ge- oh, okay. yeah. it's, well, it's yeah. like the tail end of World War II. Interesting. Because the end of the movie is the end of the war. Okay. Um. But Sam Rockwell's in it. Rebel Wilson's in it. Scarlett Johansson's in it. Fucking great movie. But there are multiple scenes where his Hitler is, as his imaginary friend, offering him cigarettes. Oh, my God. And there's a scene where they're eating together and Hitler is dining on a... I don't know how it's prepared, but it's a unicorn head. Okay. And I saw an article that was like... The brilliance of this... The subtle brilliance of this movie in that... Like... Taika Waititi wrote that he's offering him cigarettes and he's eating meat. Even though Hitler hated smoking and was a vegetarian to show how little Jojo actually knew about Adolf Hitler.
1: Oh, that's weirdly kind of, cause he is I a thought. Hitler
0: youth. Like the whole movie yeah. is like a farce. Yeah. But he's a Hitler youth and it's supposed to be that premise of like, you're a small white child in Germany at that time. So you're just like, Hitler's the best. Yeah. Hitler's number one. one. Yeah. Um, and I never, like, I didn't know Hitler hated smoking. I didn't know Hitler was a vegetarian. I feel like I, I, feel like I read that and I'm like, I've definitely heard this before. That I knew,
1: but I didn't know that Hitler hated smoking. Yes. I had no idea. The um, vegetarian
0: thing, like, it's not in the forefront of my brain. But when I read that, I'm like. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I think I did know that. That tracks. Um, But then, yeah, to know, like, oh, yeah, that was in the movie to show, like, how little this child actually knows about Adolf Hitler. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I went with the fact that it was a unicorn head, that it was just like... I said it was This is a, clearly fantastical. Like a child's imagination. Which I guess, like, yeah. I guess is the point to, like, if you don't know that Hitler was a vegetarian. The fact that it's a unicorn head kind of drives home, like, this is not existing in the plane of reality. This is not anything real. I mean, the cigarette thing is so funny, though. That's hilarious. There's a scene, like, he just keeps offering him cigarettes. And there's a scene, it's like the third or fourth time he offers him a cigarette... And like Jojo is pissed off about something and he offers him a cigarette and he's just like, stop offering me damn cigarettes. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, geez, <laughs> God, <laughs> like Taika Waititi playing Hitler is so funny, <laughs> um, but that's all we have for this episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed learning that Batgirl was canceled. Yes. I hope you enjoy learning about um, shows like the lost adult live action reboot of Powerpuff Girls Uh, Fox no longer exists as a network but please write to the Disney Corporation and tell them you would like the pilot episode of Seriously Dude I'm Gay released to Disney Plus Um, (laughs) it'd be Hulu it'd be Hulu (laughs) let's be real absolutely it would be on Hulu it would be on the um, premium only version of Hulu you'd have to pay for it it's only the one episode and it's only the gay face segment and then the bonus add-on that you have to also pay for is the spanking thing. Um, Jesus Christ! It's five minutes
1: of content. Yeah, uh, <laughs> only five. That's all you got. Just God. Oh my
0: God. I mean, you could have gotten RuPaul to host it, and people probably would have been fine with it. But actually, yeah. <laughs> like
1: actually, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you probably would have gotten. Wow.
0: You could have gotten. Yeah, if you Ru- got
1: RuPaul's co-sign on that, you might have been good. You could
0: have gotten RuPaul or like, because I think something said about like, oh, you got three consultants. If you would have gotten like RuPaul as the host, and then those consultants were just the guys from Queer Eye on Netflix, I'm like, what I think? Or the guys from the original Queer Eye. Oh
1: yeah,
0: my mom used to watch that show. Sure. Really? And I watched it with her. Yeah, no. I know. And then like I when the, the reboot came out, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, like the well, I used to love this show. That guy's on Chopped now. Is he really? Yeah, the host of Chopped was the. I think he was the. i I would guess he was the food guy on the original. Apparently, Queer Eye.
1: whoever the fashion guy was in the original Queer Eye, he's now a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: Yes, I think I did know that. Carson Kressley. Yes, there it is. Yeah, I'm oh like I heard what his name is. Oh God, yeah. I just love Tim Gunn so much. I know he has nothing to do with this conversation, but
1: hey, it's Tim Gunn. <laughs> he's he's an all present being
0: (laughs) oh god all right everybody thank you for listening thanks for joining us uh we'll be back next week with some more uh top-notch content for you to all consume don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe uh helps us out if you rate us and do whatever five stars would be great or whatever amount of stars you want to give so
1: I say five stars only. Yes,
0: but I'll take what I can get. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening, and good night.